All right. Once again, Daniel McCrane coming to you, uh, talking about surviving crisis. And we've got another expert, Ask the Expert call here. Uh, so again, if you haven't tuned into any of these videos before, I want to welcome you. I'm Daniel McCrane, and again, coming to you from my home office, which of course doubles as my music studio. Some of you have heard me say. So I've got trumpets on the shelf behind me over here. I've got guitars in the corner over here. Uh, some of you know I was a musician and formerly a band director. But today, I've got Ray Main on the line with me uh, from Main Street Consulting. And Ray's on the phone with me today uh, because I think he's uh, probably out taking care of clients or something, so he's dialing in today. But Ray, I'm going to give you a moment and just tell us a little bit about what you do with Main Street Consulting. Well, Dan, first of all, thank you for inviting me. It's a, a real privilege to be able to talk with the, the people that you're connected with this morning. Main Street Consulting was kind of an evolution of a life in employee and in executive benefits. And through that, we began to observe that no business, no family business is, is worth a family struggle or loss. So we, in fact, implemented plans for a continuous program of successful succession, which to us means the business goes not just to, but, but through the next direct generation. And we try to help people do that with a input about their arrangement of their employees and their family and their community and the legacy that they want to leave and help keep them going with a planning process that will increase the value of their business, uh, show them how to, as you know, Dan, develop a strategy to bring in new leadership, help that leadership grow, and then have the succession plan and the value of, of the business be what they want it to be when they're ready to retire and walk away, and we call that the uh, opportunity to walk away without an encore. Nobody wants to have to go back and take it over, so it takes a little planning to do that. And that's what we're very proud and happy to do for the small business community in the Des Moines area. Sure, it, that sounds very fascinating. I'm sure someday we'll have to have a, a longer talk about that, Ray, and, and talk a little bit more about what that means to business owners. Today, though, we're talking about surviving crisis and some things that small business owners can do today. And I know you've been researching uh, some of the new programs that are coming out through the SBA that, that may be administered through the SBDC. And I know you've got a lot of information that you want to share with small business owners today. So it, there's a lot of information here, folks. Uh, buckle your seatbelts. Um, I'm going to be uh, checking the Facebook live feed if any comments or questions come in. So, Ray, if I notice any questions, I'll flip those over to you. But I know you've got a lot to share, so I'm just going to let you dive in and let you begin. What's well, going on? Very interesting. Yeah, this has been a very interesting research pro process, Nan, because there, it comes from two different uh, points of view. One is the uh, House and the one is the Senate. As you know, the House has... Well, as you know, the, the first criteria is that the federal government has, has kind of changed its approach to managing and controlling the uh, new coronavirus uh, issue. It's the first time that uh, government has worked together with private industry to develop new testing, testing equipment, ventilator, and prescription drugs in order to get them on the market uh, more quickly and, and save thousands of, of American lives. So. Uh, that's something new. The, also, the federal government is providing a sick leave program for its government employees as well as employers with 
less than 500 employees. And what this really means is that at least for uh, two weeks that the uh, employee will be will be paid, and then they have up to an additional 10 weeks of, of uh, assistance from the federal, federal government if they're uh, either subject to or in fact contracted the coronavirus or in fact have to stay at home to uh, uh, take care of children because the, the daycare centers have closed. So there's a real approach to uh, empathetically helping employees and helping them go through this uh, particular crisis. Uh, one item we, we might note is that, in fact, the uh, federal government has got a program of, of direct uh, payments uh, in, in this particular uh, uh, listing of maybe up to $1,000 or more twice, one in April and one in May, to uh, help families through uh, this economic crisis and, and maybe help them do things like, I don't know, buy food, which would be interesting, pay rent, or if it's some of these organizations or are requiring their employees to make COVID premiums, it would just be cash to be available to, to do that. Those employer groups that are over 500 employees are, are not subject to this, this new law as they typically have their own uh, continuation of pay agreements. And those employers that have less than 50 employees have an opportunity to uh, at least ask the federal government to be relieved of this particular uh, situation because it might, if in fact they get an exception, it's because they cannot, um, they, can, they do not believe that they'll be able to uh, control, uh, be able to, not control, but be able to maintain their business and, and have it survive. So uh, we're going to see some, some terrific federal, federal impact along the way. There is, in fact, as you know, um, the SBA is putting together a program for the, or the government's putting together a program for the, the airline industry, providing them with $50 billion. We, we right, just, I saw that. Shut, yeah, we had to, yeah, we had to shut down the industry. We can't let people back in the country. We can't ask people to, to fly. So there's been a substantial economic loss, not only to jobs, but my golly, to, to just the potential livelihood sustain, sustain of, right. of, of the airlines. And as small business owners, I'm sure they're thinking, well, how does that benefit me? But one of the ways that would benefit small business owners is that these airline employees who live in our community, they're here in Des Moines too, and they That's come right. into your establishment, they, they shop in your store. So this is a benefit to you, although be it indirectly. Now, I know there are some other programs that are being designed for the small business owner as well. Is that correct? Well, you're absolutely right, Dan. The first one is for those businesses who potentially would be uh, seriously distressed. And there's a $150 billion economic package for them. Well, you and I can think now, of those right off the hold bat. Hold on, Ray. Say that again. That's $150 billion. Billion dollars. B, right? Yep. Not with an M. That's not $150 no, no, million, sir, everyone. $150 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And this is a trillion dollar package. It is. This is yes. This is government has pulled together, put together a trillion dollar package to basically cur curtail the uh, the fear, the stress and the economic loss for the American population. Um, this hundred and fifty billion dollars, you know exactly who 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 can who should be able to rely on that. Uh, the restaurants, right. the coffee shops, right. the bars, the hotels. All those industries that have been um, 
maintained and have some opportunity for growth and maybe some lower paying jobs to keep the economic cycle moving forward uh, would be eligible for these kinds of this kind of a package and all these loans are are, are guaranteed again by the federal government there isn't as I mentioned the economic impact uh, payments of listen to this 250 billion dollars April 6th and 250 billion dollars May 18th and again those are those checks that I talked about earlier that could be between a thousand and two thousand dollars for every adult in America Wow last but not least we talked about we, we talked about the small business interruption loans I think this is really important because if you look back uh, we had a, a, an epidemic crisis called SARS in 2003 remember that one I do remember that yes there's a fear acute respiratory syndrome right and in those days the commercial property and casualty agencies I believe were making reimbursements if um, if there was a, a, a business interruption due to the SARS illness and in some organization in this country they paid out 19 million dollars and so that was changed and now in order to qualify for a insurance reimbursement benefit under your um, workers under your property and casualty coverage for business interruption you have to actually have physical loss loss of damage of rain or snow or whatever well um, be able to have a, have a loss due to a health situation would would really prop up some of these small businesses and, and particularly a restaurant in the industry and, and this could be one place that the federal government hasn't chosen to do it yet but might be willing to uh, help the help the insurance companies uh, with a little reinsurance program so that they could pay benefits uh, for business interruption because of this illness but the SBA and you know their uh, their down channels are the score program and uh, SBDC is, is access routes to this money has put together a 300 billion dollar loan program again the government is guaranteeing hundred percent of that uh, as wow. typically the SBA programs yeah are guaranteed by the federal government 85 percent so in this case a business owner should, I think, at least go out looking for this kind of money to help them keep their business going. Uh, to, it can be used for payroll. It can be used for rent. It can be used for utilities. Um, and it will basically be determined uh, on the payroll of six weeks of payroll at $1,540 per week. Uh, with about a, at least a minimum of eighty thousand dollars of of annualized uh, liability. Okay, so wow. now we've got okay. a situation where you have access to money, you have an opportunity to receive money, and I want to take a step back. Please ask your your, your business customers to call their property and casualty agency uh, because there are some older programs or there's some. Uh, Writers to programs in, in, in this uh, situation where there is business interruption that may still pay for uh, uh, an illness like like the SARS disease. So okay. it's really worth this a is good chance to, know. to go back, back yeah. and, and, and give it a try. If okay. I was looking today as as a business owner, um, what I would do is is keep checking all my all the potentials 
for, for credit. Now, the, the SBA loans apparently range between 3.75 and 13% for small businesses. But as you know, the current interest rates, banks are down to 0%. So based on how you have, as a business, paid your liabilities, and how you have uh, determined that you've got a, a credit rating, uh, how you've kept cash in the bank, uh, there may be a, a better interest rate for you than because of the low interest rates. I would review all my medical plans and short-term disability benefits uh, to help employees if they do contract the, the, the virus. If you're out of work, by that I mean your, your business is closed down, now might be the time to update your business plan and take a look at uh, how that would be approached because as you know, Dan, if you go to a bank with a solid business plan, your odds are dramatically increased of, of getting that loan. So, Well, in a crisis like owners, this, it really kind of forces someone to reevaluate their business plan. I'm sure many business owners out there have already figured out where their business is susceptible to something like this, and they are evaluating their business plan. So everyone, I think this is a great idea, what Ray just said. Take a look at that business plan again. Uh, not only is that gonna help lift you out of this crisis when this is all done, but uh, what Ray's alluding to here as well, when you take that new business plan to the bank, that's gonna be something they're gonna ask to see anyway. So this is a great time to do it, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but- uh, No, no, yeah. good, good point, a great Dan. Point. It's a, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a time for, for for interruption, I don't want to call it a time for reflection, but some of these poor people are, are, are literally uh, in, in purgatory as far as their business is concerned. Very uh, true. They, That's a good they have, description, yeah. They have no idea w which way it's going to go, uh, if they can rely on their, their, their people, if, if their people will come back. And it's... Um, the other thing that I would do, Dan, is, is I think about this from the position of being a small employer based on some of my background, is to um, make sure I'm taking care of myself. And what I mean by that is not in a selfish context, but if you listen to what I've just said about all these programs, they're programs to sustain income and some semblance of dignity and standard of living for the employee. And some opportunity for employers to basically take on more debt. And you know as well as I do, Dan, that when an employer incurs a loan, there's typically a guarantee. That means his entire family could be involved. Uh, he probably won't lose his home, but he could um, suffer an incredible family setback, incredible business setback, which means employees setback. So it would be time for an employer would, would, would be my hope that they would look at their programs for basically their own incapacity for long-term disability benefits if not just the coronavirus struck but then think about this day after day these people are under stress in order to meet payroll keep employees happy uh, do market and that stress is a contributing factor to issues such as Heart attacks, <laughs> strokes, comp compulsive eating, or it, it just is stress is just a real uh, predeterminant of, uh, of a long-term disability. Sure. So what so happens that, when you yeah, have a long? That could lead to medical issues today. It could lead to Absolutely. medical issues down the road. And yeah, Ray, one of the things you and I have talked about in the past is 
what happens to your business if you can't be there to open the doors every day? And I think this is mm -hmm. kind of where you're going next, right? That's right. The, let's work at, at looking at the owner's incapacity. Look at what they're responsible for. I don't need to reiterate it again, but they are responsible for the lives of tens, if not hundreds of people. Uh, there was a local businessman here who owned several restaurants who, after employing 800 people, basically told the newscaster that he was responsible for 5,000 lives. Wow. That's a lot of re re responsibility. From 800 to, like to 5,000? 800 employees and including all their dependents, his business and the income he provided impacted over 5,000 individuals in just the Des Moines area. That's a huge ripple effect. That's a lot of responsibility on a business owner. No wonder we're all stressed out, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Wow. So the, 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 the issue becomes, how do you take care of yourself? And the first way you take care of yourself and these other people involved is to keep your doors open. So the one way to keep your doors open is, of course, loans. But if you're incapacitated and can't do something like that, there's a program called Business Overhead Expense. And Business Overhead Expense, after 30 days, um, would pay for all those operational expenses to keep your business open, like the simple ones, light, utilities, mortgages, rent, uh, employee salaries, and in some cases, a replacement to come in and, and take over your, your responsibilities. Um, professional fees, everything that goes along that's a deductible business operational expense could be repaid by these insurance policies called business overhead expense. I believe it's a true a true minimum type of coverage uh, that a small employer would have uh, to take care of himself and, and meet his commitments. The okay. second one. And so, Ray, if somebody didn't know about those before, did you say they could just contact their uh, property and casualty agent and find out if well, that's available to them? No, it's it, it's not a it's not really a, a property casualty benefit, Dan. But, okay. but that's a good option. Basically, this is uh, a, a product that's initiated through what I'm going to call a representative of Life and Health. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. But I I would just suggest because see, Dan, we're insuring the individual, not the operation. Gotcha. We're insuring the individual if they're in, incapacitated as such to meet their leadership and managerial duties of keeping that business running tomorrow. Likewise, if it pays all the expenses, Dan, that gives the owner, if they can't come back, that gives the owner an opportunity to keep the business going and selling it as a going concern, as opposed to a fire sale if he has to shut the doors or she has to shut the doors in, in a limited period of time. Sure, where you may only so get again, pennies on the dollar. Look, look what we're talking sale. about. Yeah. We're talking about the family assets. We're talking about the family. We're talking about the employees and their people. And, and what we forget is, is the community. Every one of these employers has a great community impact, both locally and, and, and in their city or their state or whatever. Um, it's nothing to minimize. No, They no, are no. Uh, the backbone of this American economy. Okay, so that's the first one. The second one that empl employers sometimes forget is the fact that that indebtedness, that long-term loan, probably we will have to be repaid <laughs> even if uh, an illness strikes. And often banks and lending institutions require that an employer assign or buy a term life insurance policy for the duration of the debt. Again, sure. if they're incapacitated, that doesn't 
pay that debt. Uh, the debt is still uh, still to be called. It might be delayed for a while, but it's still the re responsibility of again not only the individual, the owner that signed the debt, but small business owners typically have to have a guarantor on the debt, which puts in personal assets of their family along the way. So let's help the employers by again making sure that not only have they paid their debt, not only have they paid their debt, but they have also paid off that loan, which now turns debt into asset, as just as we've turned expenses into revenue, and we've helped not only the, the, the owner keep the business, keep it out of debt so his family has an asset to sell, but he's also maintained with his long-term disability and programs the promises he's he's made or she's made to her spouse a long time ago sure kind of the the ability coverage i call it the ability to pay uh what needs to be paid in a time of crisis so that's nice. it that's that's my pitch that's all i <laughs> want to make sure is is that at this time you know a, a small business employer needs to um take care of themselves because they're the they're the key. Uh, try to figure out a way to avoid stress, uh, even if it's yoga, you know, that kind of thing. And <laughs> yeah. um, make sure you look at your overall long-term investments and, and and don't forget that just that, long-term investments. Sure. So that's a good point then, I guess. So if a small business owner is looking at these new programs thinking, well, I really don't want to take on additional debt. I don't want to go get a $150,000 loan from the government, um, but I might have to in order to stay afloat. Uh, then what you're saying is by uh, perhaps purchasing a, a term life insurance policy, some disability insurance, the uh, business operating expense insurance, that can take away some of that stress that uh, some of that payment, repayment toward that loan can still take place. So yes, the business owner still has to keep the going concern, still has to bring in the revenue in order to service that debt, but there are these other safety net options to help relieve some of that worry about taking on additional debt. Is that a good summary? Well said, Dan. You know, okay. And, and, all on, and they can go out and get all kinds of help, as I mentioned, through the SBDC, SCORE programs, uh, professionals, which is basically what they, they should really do. But they have to protect themselves to understand the value of what they've created in their lifetime so that it just doesn't disappear in front of them. Sure. And nothing worse than sitting on the sidelines being incapable of doing something about it because you're incapacitated and watching that business slip away. So that's what we're trying to avoid. But yeah, ouch. You know, and looking forward, I mean, the, uh, the, the situation is that just like 2009, we have, uh, uh, and if you remember right, there were 60 million people in the United States that were infected in uh, H1N1 in 2009. Right. Yeah. And, and we had nearly 13,000 deaths. Um, those well, that, are that puts things irrecoverable in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. They're irrecoverable, but the market was down to 9,000 then. You know, I haven't looked at the market today. It might be 9,000 again. But the point is that it, it recovered, uh, which is what we'll do as a country. So, yes, we will. Here. Owners, you know, review your business plans, agreements, promises, covenants. Uh, understand you're still required to, to meet your commitments. 
take a time and have a call or have a personal visit with your advisors if they'll let you <laughs> do some planning for the futures. And uh, candidly, uh, find a person that is um, in the business-to-business -business insurance marketplace to help you design a plan so it not only protects your family and the commitments you've made to them, uh, but also the uh, employees, and their families, and business in the community around you um, if uh, you should lose your mental or physical capability of, of, of running that business. So I think, Dan, is, it's all over. Yeah, when it's all over, we'll, we'll grow and, and develop again. And yep, of course we will. You're on the right track. That's what Americans do. <laughs> That's what we do over and over again. I think in my generation, I think this is in my lifetime, I think this is my third pandemic and probably my third market retraction. So, wow. wow. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so, does Ray, that help? It, it sure does. That's great information. I hope people were able to take some notes. Uh, but if they weren't, Ray, if somebody wanted to reach out to you to talk about some of these insurance products or some other business help and assistance, uh, what are some ways that they could get a hold of you? Well, Dan, you can reach me at 515 278 8172. Okay. So, I am on LinkedIn. You, you can reach me awesome. at Main at LinkedIn. And my email address is R G as in George M A I N J R at M Martha Cat H S I dot com. RG Main Jr. MCHSI.com. Awesome. And your phone number again, 515-278-8172. If anyone yes. wants to talk to Ray. That's fantastic. This has been some great information, Ray. And I also want to throw out there to any business owners who are watching this right now that if you want to talk about strategies to help keep your doors open, help keep yep. revenue coming in, uh, if you need to figure out how to retask employees so that you can keep them occupied during times when people are not visiting your store, I'm open to talk about strategies like that. This is also a great time to go ahead and start planning your comeback strategies as well. So uh, no charge for any of that. I just want to make sure that small business owners get a fighting chance to keep their doors open. So you can reach out to me as well. You can check out my website at uh, fixthisbiz.com. So that's F-I-X-T-H-I-S and then B-I-Z.com, fixthisbiz. Dot com. You can see some different strategies there that we could talk about and you can reach out to me and uh, schedule a, a complimentary visit. I just want to make sure you get a fighting chance through all of this. Amen. So, Ray, any uh, final comments here as we wrap up? No, like you, Dan, we're willing to listen and we're willing to give what uh, I'm going to call it free advice. I don't know what the value of it is, but be, because this is, this is a time for crisis and for all of us to pull together. So. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. And thank you for your time, Ray. All right, everyone. We will talk with you later. So uh, to your success and hope you have a great day. Bye.